fasten your championship belts because this podcast is unprofessional. Welcome to your weekly home for wrestling reviews, discussion, predictions, and more. This is Unprofessional Wrestling. Here are your hosts, Schwartz, George, and Travis. I wanted to clear up a couple of things from last night because I felt like coming out of Las Vegas as we were flying over here, felt like there was some confusion in the air. Maybe some people don't know their role. So I wanted to come out here. All right. We're late. Almost half an hour late. Yet again. We're the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, not the Professional Wrestling Podcast. We talk about professional wrestling. We're not very professional. But alas, thanks for tuning in to the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast yet again. This is our... uh, How many episodes is this for us? Is this the fourth? Three. Three? Three. No. Third third, third regular show, maybe? Honestly, who gives a shit? Yeah, who gives a (laughs) shit, George? Why the fuck do you care? You fucking ass, bitch. (laughs) Oof. Starting up hot. Uh, we're feeling a little spicy after having some technical difficulties and getting this shit to work. Uh, I'm going to get a new camera. Outside of that, Shorts, how are you doing? Um, I'm doing better than last week. I think we've calmed down and I'm ready to talk about some fucking wrestling. Hell yeah, you sound much better. Tell us about, uh, tell us about what's going on with that. I'm not using my iPad right now, so... Um, I'm actually using the microphone, not my uh, my wireless AirPods, so it's a little different. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. George, how are you doing? You know, I'm doing pretty good. I've been uh, very electrified over the last week with everything happening, and it's just been uh, exhilarating. I'm ready to see where everything leads. <clears throat> sure. Word. There's a lot going on. It's the road to WrestleMania, of course. Uh, our, the last time you saw us here or listened to us, don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcast. We came hot off of the press conference, and we actually went live before it officially ended. So it was kind of cool did. to be able to go through that and give our immediate reactions to everything going on with that WrestleMania press conference. So it was a lot of fallout from that. Uh, we're obviously getting Rock versus Cody officially announced. Hopefully that doesn't change. I can't imagine it's going to. Rock and Cody? Rock and God. I was wondering. Somebody okay? Somebody else talk, please. You got sports. <laughs> we're obviously getting we're obviously getting Roman and Cody. Uh this is what everybody wanted. And he even thanked everybody, but this is this is the right path. This is the right part of the story. There's no reason to push him aside because he's done literally everything to get to this point so agreed this is it's just the right thing to do i'm I'm still blown away by that that trailer a couple days ago that was good i i like i'm pretty sure i texted you guys like right after they showed it yeah uh yeah. it was what a, there was a teaser for the trailer i think during super bowl wasn't there they, they had a little bit of a super bowl spot i think uh, i wasn't paying attention i didn't much. pay attention I was wow guys taxes. wow thanks <laughs> Make me look a fucking idiot over here. I, somebody else does my taxes. You want to do them for me, Schwartz? Uh, TurboTax. Mm. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I like to get my taxes done as soon as I can so that I just get the soonest heartbreak I possibly can <laughs> about how much I have to pay in. So that's cool. Oh. So, By the way, this isn't an ad. We're just talking about our taxes. Yeah, this is not a TurboTax. Please sponsor us. <laughs> Anyone? Literally. Actually, let's get some viewers and then we'll go from there. Fuck these sponsors. Let us win that million dollars. Did you see that? No. What are you talking about? You sign up on TurboTax or something like that or you something and you can win a million dollars through TurboTax. Uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. I mean, maybe. I don't know, man. Maybe like after taxes, you get like maybe $2, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. They'll tax the million. Fuck yeah, dude. I think we're mostly just going to go in a little bit of a chronological order here. There wasn't anything too especially crazy um, that happened between Friday and Monday. I think the biggest things are just kind of like uh, a teensy little bit of extra fallout from the press conference. Nothing crazy. Uh, the, what happened at the press conference was definitely the most notable thing that's that's gone on um, since then. So you heard a little bit of it in the intro here, but let's hear a little bit more of that Triple H promo. I wanted to clear up a couple of things from last night because I felt like coming out of Las Vegas as we were flying over here, felt like there was some confusion in the air. Maybe some people don't know their role. Ooh. A lot of references in this. So I wanted to come out here and... I don't know, just set the record straight because I felt like there are people that went out there and tried to assert their authority Hmm. when they don't really have any. Because here's the thing. I really don't care where you sit. There is one thing that is abundantly clear here whether people like them or they don't like them, the answers, the answers come from one place and one place only. And right now, you are looking at him. So let me just say this. In the main event of WrestleMania 40, the biggest WrestleMania of all time, Roman Reigns, will defend his undisputed WWE Championship in the main event against Cody Rhodes. Now, there are some people back there Cody, Cody, Cody. I thought that was in Rocky. I don't know. I think there's a lot of very decisive rock boos. There are some night. people back there that decision will disappoint them. That maybe they won't like that decision. But here's the thing it doesn't matter if you don't like that decision. So with that said, welcome to the road to WrestleMania. 
So there was obviously a lot to this promo just uh, in terms of referencing uh, The Rock without saying his name. Uh, very, very obvious. I, I don't need to. I don't need to point all of them out. Uh, mention it doesn't matter where you sit, referring to whether it's on the board of directors or at the head of the table. That was a good one. Um, so there's going to be a lot of tension with Rock and Roman and Triple H, and probably both GMs potentially leading up to WrestleMania. So the press conference is very interesting, and it looks like uh, whatever happened there outside of just Roman and Cody, we're going to be looking at the after effects of several different things that came out of that. Yeah. Yeah, especially with uh, Rock just asserting his dominance right there, even over Triple H when the dude just came in for basically a cup of coffee. So is the Rock above Triple H? I mean... Or are they about the same? No, Rock is on the board of directors, so like he doesn't run the day-to-day operations, but he's very much an influence on how the company can be run. Okay. Potentially. Yeah. I don't think that one particular person on the board of directors ultimately has the authority to like fire somebody or necessarily tell them how to do their job, so to speak. And maybe every board at every company can be a little bit different, but generally speaking, that's not how it works. Gotcha. Typically. So this is something that that we see kind of play out a little bit here and there. Um, We see Triple H again later as he's talking to Paul Heyman, for example. And Paul mentions that Rock and Roman both are going to be on SmackDown this coming week. So that's going to probably pop a pretty huge rating. And we're going to get some more clear direction in how things might shape up between now and Mania. Yeah, that is, I, I'm almost positive that it's going to just all come out on Friday. It's going to be both of them. Who knows? I think I've been seeing that um, Seth and Cody may, may be a thing yeah, between or against those two. And that'll be interesting, and I don't know if I love it or not, but it's it's besides the point. So, basically... SmackDown starts off with Triple H coming out, uh, and now they announce him as Paul Triple H Levesque, which is interesting. Did you say Miss? I don't think so. <laughs> did I? He did. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> That's two. But, yes, they do, they, do, uh, they do start to kind of slide that Paul Levesque in there. Which makes sense because I think if, yeah, if you're going to basically be the like i don't know authority figure that is an executive i feel like kind of makes sense to announce uh the real name along with it just to make it more official sounding i guess um so triple h comes out with both gms or they're, they're both GMs, but Adam Pierce and Nick Aldis are both standing in the ring behind him as a Triple H is, is cutting the promo that we just heard a little bit of. So obviously, no one has the authority to make these matches. People need to know their role. And he announces officially that Cody will face Roman at WrestleMania. 
And then uh, there is discussion about the Elimination Chamber. So there's going to be qualifying matches. You're going to have Drew versus AJ, Sammy versus Randy, uh, Logan Paul versus Miz, Owens versus Dominic Mysterio, Dirty Dom, Bobby Lashley versus Bonson Breed, and Ivar versus LA Knight. So I believe that's six matches, 12 guys. What's so funny? What did I do now? I can't hear him. Oh, I was muted. Did you say Ronson Breed? Fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't do this today. I'm pretty sure I caught that, too. Just the, yeah. the frustrations and getting this camera shit to work. I'm just fucking... Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, so... I'm seething still. With Yeah, with those with those qualifying matches, I think they did a really good job. Um, I'm sure there's more. Yeah, Ivar and LA Knight. Uh, they did a really good job on keeping relatively good people in that. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously with Ivar, probably not, but um, Ivar and Dominic. Like I wouldn't. I w- Yeah, I mean Dominic. I mean, you could see Dominic What's stealing wrong with Dominic? something. I don't know. What? He just did so much hard time. You know, it's like. Oh my god! Yeah, he forgot how to wrestle. He's in jail forever. Well, yeah. One day. Yeah. Where, I mean, it's kind of believable, whereas, like, Drew versus AJ, I would have never known the out, the uh, outcome to that. I'll, I'll surprise last night that AJ didn't interfere with LA Knight's match. Mm-hmm. I was, I was kind of, like, expecting it, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Before we even move on, quickly, uh, Colton said he would never would have thought... Or Colton Ashley is back on. Colton! He never... Never would have thought that Rock and Heyman would be together. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But it's fucking cool, and I'm here for it. Let me see that, George. No. Okay. Pull it up. Oh, yeah, your phone's occupied. We got any other comments or shorts? Just Colton so far? <laughs> got a couple, couple more comments. Um, yeah, let, let's catch up. Th- th- that Brian guy. That Brian guy, he he loves LA Knight, it seems like. Um, <laughs> why, yeah. why do you say Go that? Me, yeah. Because well, he says, "Let me talk to you." I'm gonna yeah. crank it all the way up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you feel and that? Then, oh yeah. Je- Jesse Jesse Witt says, "Don't slander Dirty Dom." Yeah, George, you motherfucker. Sorry. How dare you? I don't want to get shanked. He honestly, he's probably the only person that can really get that much heat. Who else do you do you see getting that much heat? Uh. I don't know, Drew, Logan Paul. Ugh, Logan Paul might be the yeah. closest, but Dom can't even talk in his promos. I mean, he's a little better now, but I th- oh, I, th- I think he's ser- I think so he serves good. his purpose perfectly. I don't think he does a bad oh job God, at all. Like, if that's what you're trying to say, no. no, he's no. I'm saying he's doing a great job. Oh, I, I was going to say what the only fuck? can be a heel. So, do you think he's going to beat fucking Kevin Owens? Uh... Honestly, I could see Judgment Day in, interfering. In, well, of course. In yeah. I, it's one thing I like with a lot of the, the pairings that they have is a lot of them are fairly unpredictable. I mean, Drew versus AJ, I, I would pick Drew, but I mean, I think that could honestly go either way. Sammy versus Randy, I think, is an unpredictable <laughs> one. Um, yeah. Logan Paul versus Miz. I, I, I mean, all, all of them, honestly. I I would have uh, the only one where I could have been a hundred percent sure of was L.A. Knight beating Ivar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think 
I don't think, uh, I mean, the only way that that could have went Ivar's way is if someone interfered and then they use Ivar as one of those attractions to jump off the top of everything. Which would be pretty cool too. So they set up the Elimination Chamber qualifying matches outside of that. Basically, the next thing that happened was Drew versus AJ. That was the first match that did happen on SmackDown. LA Knight comes out for commentary. Yeah. Uh, the fight makes its way to the floor. Knight, all right, well, AJ's on the floor by the announce table, and I don't know if LA Knight knocked over, uh, quoting his water bottle for it to spill on AJ's face, or if he knocked it over on accident. AJ gets up, LA Knight offers him a drink of the, of the water bottle. It's still got a little bit of water left in it. And then uh, AJ slaps the water out of LA Knight's hand, and then McIntyre comes and hits a Drew, which hits him into LA Knight. Uh, Knight walks over or runs over uh, to the apron to distract the ref, and then AJ has Drew pinned, which is exactly what LA Knight, of course, wanted. AJ gets pissed and walks up to LA Knight, hits him to the ground, and then he turns and eats a Claymore for the loss. Drew wins, and he has qualified for the Elimination Chamber here in about uh, a week and a half. Holy shit. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it is the, I believe, Saturday after this coming Saturday. Four o'clock. Yeah, four four a.m. Central time, I believe, yeah. And to put it it into perspective, I don't know if we have anybody here um, watching that is on the West Coast, but that's that's 2 a.m. for them, so... If I was on yeah, the West Coast, I, I would stay up all night and then try to watch it when it started. Just leave after bar closed and go back home. Yeah, or find one of those fucking, I don't know, one of those bars that don't close, which is illegal, but mm. it happens. I mean, they close. I think I think they only close. It's like a third shift bar. They only close for like an hour or two, and then they can open back up at like 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. Jesus. I don't know if I've ever come across that. I'm pretty sure uh, Status Crow used to do constant. that. No. I'm pretty sure. That's like... They must have been hopping back then. Listen, you guys are going to hear something like that occasionally. I apologize. Mm-hmm. I'm going to figure that out someday. Anyways. <laughs> We're going to f- figure it all out someday. <sighs> we will. <clears throat> Starting with the camera. We got we got uh, Shorts' voice sounding way better, so it'll be cool to listen back to hear how much of a difference it is compared to last week's episode. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm sacrificing the uh, sacrificing the camera. So, we'll, we'll, we'll get there eventually. It's a very we'll slow learning surely. curve. Yep. Um, Brian thinks that our truth is somehow going to interfere and cost Dom the match. Oh, That's a good one. yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Probably, yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't think you end that after they beat him down this last week. It's like you don't just end it there. Yeah, I mean they do have. Yeah, that could work, but I think is that on Friday. Yeah, that's yeah. this Friday, not Monday. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of a weird thing. Is it's very uh. You know, not true to a certain brand, and I think a lot of that is because who knows where the other title is going to end up. 
because you got somebody from each brand fighting for that one coming up at Mania 2. So obviously it'll all shake out where they're going to be on different brands, but it's a matter of if Cody wins, does he stay on Raw or does he move to SmackDown? I don't know. So so there's a little bit of confusion in here, and there's a little bit of a, a, a big gray line in the brand split, which I don't personally love. I'm a big brand split guy, and if they're going to do a brand split, I wish they'd stick to it really good. But I also understand this is what we're dealing with when the Royal Rumble winner wants to face you know, the champion that's on the other brand. So I get it. I think it'll be good. It'll play out well. That's fine. Haven't they, in the past, though, haven't they just stayed on that brand? I, if they win, mm, if they're crossing brands, I mean, I I I think they've stuck with the same brand before. I think they've also had the title switch brands. Uh, I can't remember I historically. Yeah, I can't historically remember a good example. Can you? Yeah, no. Okay, that's all right. So I'm interested to see how that shakes up. But I, I can, would think that Cody is their Cody's their biggest draw. If he wins, he's taking it back to Raw. And then they're probably going to have someone from SmackDown win against Seth, and then they bring it to SmackDown. Yeah, I can see, I can see that happening. Uh, I would think that they would have Cody as champion for quite a while. At least I would think so. Hopefully not as long as Roman, to be honest. Probably not. But I can see them having Cody as their guy uh, once the Netflix deal starts. Yeah, that that makes total sense. So next up on SmackDown, we had Bianca versus Michin in another uh, Elimination Chamber qualifying match. Bianca wins. Uh, nothing too crazy here. It was a good match. They both did well. It was a cohesive match. Michin could not uh, capitalize on the chances that she had in front of her. She just, I just don't get it, though. She's such a good wrestler and has been around forever. I just don't know why they don't They just always job her out. I feel like this is the first time she's being properly utilized. Like she's losing quite a bit, but she's been on TV every week. Um, she still has a slight involvement with the OC with, with the good brothers and AJ, which I think they'll get back to at some point because I mean, there was a couple times AJ runs into them and whatever. I don't, I don't think they're doing that for no reason, even though they just, didn't do anything with it this week. I uh, I read something earlier today that AJ is no longer part of the OC. We'll see. TBD. Well, in due time, we'll let it play out and see what happens. Weird. Bailey comes out to shed light on, uh, you know, the week previous when she picked EO and... Damage control essentially turned their backs on her. Dakota Kai comes out and tells Bailey she had nothing to do with anything that happened last week. She was seeing her doctor because she's had a knee injury for a long time. She's been out of action, but she's obviously been on TV. EO and the Kabuki Warriors. I didn't say Bukaki this time. Are you proud of me? You can still say it. Yeah. I won't this time. I'll, I'll give I think it a break. You really want to say it? I mean, I always want to say it. I just didn't do it on accident this time. Now you know how I feel half the time. Um, that's different. Mm. So the Kabuki Warriors come out and surround the ring. While that's happening, uh, Dakota Kai slips out of the ring. She grabs a chair. She comes back in. She looks like she's going to attack Bailey, And then instead, she runs past her and tries to hit Io and uh, the Kabuki Warriors. 
both Bailey and Dakota Kai are standing in the ring while the rest of Damage Control more or less, uh, you know, they uh, retreat. Mm-hmm. Can we even call them Damage Control anymore? There's three left. Yeah, I'm curious to see what's going to happen and where that's going to go. Yeah, I don't know. I just think they're probably going to see to say Kabuki Warriors and EO Sky. It's probably how they're going to say it now. It's probably no more damage control at all. Yeah, or or unless uh you know, they rename themselves, rebrand themselves somehow. Uh basically, I have a feeling that the way it's going to shake out is Dakota Kai is going to side with Bailey. I could be wrong. Uh, but I feel Ugh. like I feel like if you have just kind of you know, uh, their group from the southeast. I feel like they could do a, a, a very strong rebranding of just those three. Maybe somebody else joins them, uh, like Xia uh, 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 or something like that. They're they're setting this up where Dakota Kai gets super close to Bailey and then fucking stabs her in the back. Maybe, but maybe not. And this is gonna happen. be this is gonna be a this is gonna be like the super underdog thing for Bailey. Dakota Kai, she's going to go, I planned this all along. This is my damage control. And then take it over. And it's going to happen in, at Mania. And then Bailey's just going to somehow underdog it. I don't know. Hot, hot take. No. I think there's a lot of different ways it can go, but this is just another good example of the storylines in WWE and everything that there's a lot of involvement going on with all of them. How are we on the comments? We got anything? Uh, oh, that Brian yeah. guy. That Brian. Hey, Brian. <laughs> he said yeah. they will set up an R-Truth and Miz versus the Judgment Day for the tag titles at Mania. Yeah? Yeah. I, I see it. I mean, it's definitely going that direction or maybe even Australia. I think it would be a good mm. something good to fill the card with. That's, that's how I they're, felt with it. They already have a tag title though. match. What is it? Oh, that's it's, right. That's right. It's it's uh, Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see the R Truth and well, Ms Truth. Is that what they used to call it? Awesome Truth. Awesome Truth. I don't. Awesome Truth. Thanks. I don't yes, see that I... being the team that goes to Mania. I don't know. It's just not exciting to me. Mm, they could do something with Truth. Yeah, I'm already starting to. I I like to see R-Truth as much as I can with anything to do with the Judgment Day, just because it's fucking so hilarious. Funny. It is. It's been gold. So funny. So, Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn against DIY. Great match. Two great teams, four really great wrestlers. Uh, I'm not a big fan of DIY's packaging. Uh, not so much their packaging, but their music is awful. And we talked about this in uh, like for Royal Rumble, I know, but like most of their newer themes are garbage. I haven't really paid attention. They're so generic. Yeah, you can't tell who's coming out half the time. Like There's this, this, oh, this that's what we're talking about. Well, yeah, the, the the DIY we are fucking stupid. <laughs> it's okay, but it's not like it's it's definitely something that they. I just don't know why they don't bring their stuff up. From NXT. Well, they had it, and then they stopped working with that producer. So there's only like a few of those themes that are left 
that they're willing to pay the royalties on, like Shinsuke and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I can't think of who else, but that's why they if changed they all of the take. NXT. All the, the NXT music was obviously better, but they they changed a lot of the NXT. Um, the, the people that came up from NXT changed their themes because they had some sort of falling out with the producer or something like that, and they don't want to pay the royalties to maintain that music. That makes sense. So that's that's what we're looking at. So anyways, uh, that was just a, a major sidebar. Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne versus DIY. Uh, like I said, great match. Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate win. And that means that they are going to Elimination Chamber in Perth to face the Judgment Day, Judgment Day for the tag titles. I don't want to fucking hear it. <laughs> You're doing great. You're powering through it. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Somebody has You're to great. be. great. Kelly. If anybody else is in the comments and you're you're proud of me, please let me know. I, I really I really need know. some validation today. <laughs> so I think Judgment Day, Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate, I wasn't sure who was gonna win. They've obviously been been building up the new iteration of DIY. Uh ever since Pete Dunn came back out as Pete Dunn. Obviously, he's been trying to soar, and then Tyler Bate getting called up at the same time to form that team. Uh, A-plus booking of the tag division that I think it's needed for a little while. Yeah, they need to do some kind of resurgence in that division. Something. Yeah, and I think this is it. It's getting so, it's getting so bad with these makeshift teams. Yeah, and it's been that way for a long time. So it's nice to see that we're getting to some something a little bit more foundationally sound. No, I'm, I'm here for it. I think you should uh, take over. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Um, after the match, it, it just cuts to Logan going back to... Uh, the GM office and he complains that he shouldn't have a to do a qualifying match for the chamber. It's he's Logan Paul, so he thinks that he doesn't have to do anything. He should just be gifted it. Um but like while he was arguing and complaining, it's like in the middle of it he just has this realization that he could just go in and win the chamber. Like he's already pretty much gonna say he's like gonna he's gonna qualify and he's gonna go into the chamber and then he's already thinking about WrestleMania. He's going to walk out of WrestleMania a double champ. So it was like all within, I don't even know, 30 seconds of him. Oh, it's Logan Paul. He's, all, he's yeah, always going to do just, that. He has like this whole like bitchy complaining and then just has a whole realization at the end. So it was like it's nobody even needed to talk with him. And he was fine. I love that. I, it's It was good. He's he's still he's he's pretty good at uh at promos. He's not bad. Sure. Um, I don't think anything else happened out of that, but I think it cut right out to the main event with Sammy and Randy. And they were building <clears throat> they were building Sammy up as this somehow as underdog. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like you know, 
Sammy, you can do it. If anybody can do it, you could do it. You know. Well, what was it? He hasn't won in how many weeks now? It's been a few matches since he's won. Has he won since he returned at Rumble? No. Pretty sure he's been like on a losing streak the last few weeks, let alone hmm. maybe months. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. But um match was pretty good. It was um it was a lot of back and forth where um they're both taking control and you know Sammy was getting his getting his uh his licks and then it it kind of cut to Randy doing a superplex which they really he really sold that back into. Oh yeah. The whole uh, time they're outside was, of the ring. Yeah, he's well, and that's good storytelling because I'm pretty sure it was a back injury that is the reason he was out for a year and a half. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, and you he, he immediately they they even said it was like oh he's you know pulling out his dad's move, and he when's the last time Randy even really did anything off the top rope? It's not. It doesn't. It doesn't happen often. I know that it's, for sure. It's been a minute. Yeah, no. And then he does that, and I don't know. Is there some kind of hidden thing in there where it's like he needed to pull that out to get Sammy? I don't know. Kind of says something about Sammy. Sure. Hurts his back, and then he kind of just holds his back, and he's retching in pain the whole time and really selling it. But then uh, Randy ends up winning ultimately, and it kind of leaves... Sammy sitting there kind of just um, in his own, kind of in his own pity because, you know, he hasn't, he hasn't won. So, but he's been sitting there, you know, kind of playing that underdog and they just, he just ultimately loses. And then Drew comes out and has a little face off between the two. And then they just, uh, they kind of go off the show with that. I mean, I would have been fine with either Randy or Sammy winning. Morally, Randy, but mm-hmm. either one in the elimination chamber is going to be good. Uh, yeah, I think Randy's got a lot behind him. You know, Randy's got so much, so much. Uh, he's like the fa- is he like one of the biggest faces right now besides Cody? Oh, um, yeah. I mean, L.A. Knight, Randy, Cody, uh, Jay. I mean, I'd I'd put kind of all of them oh. in that kind of top tier yeah, baby. I, they got, got like a lot of good push. baby faces. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, I don't know. I I think this one could have gone either way, but they're definitely making a story out of Sammy being the underdog. Uh, you yeah, know, a, a very major sense. thing, which is which I feel like he's kind of always been, and I thought we were more or less past that because he's proved that he's you know better than that. But but I'm curious to see where it might go. I don't know if it leads to a Sammy heel turn. I don't know if it leads to him having uh, some other kind of ally or union with somebody that is a controversial thing. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, didn't he do that? I mean, isn't that how always he always turns heel? He's always like the biggest underdog, and then all of a sudden just says, fuck it, I'm turning I don't remember how he did it last time, but I mean, he's he's a great heel too. So I think when there's a need to have, yeah, he is. But have another big heel. I think he's somebody that they can turn and rely on easily and quickly. He wasn't really a heel in the bloodline, was he? 
he was, but he yeah. wasn't. He was, but the fans were behind him. Yeah, bec- and and he was funny. So it's Naturally. like he wasn't. Yeah, so he, they weren't like pushing him full on heel because he made people laugh, and that wasn't an accident, you know. Oosie, 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 just me, oos. So, moving on to Raw. Raw opens up, and you've got Jay Uso in the New Day versus Imperium. It was a good match. Jay ended up being a very good partner with the New Day. They looked like they all looked like they've been tagging together for years. Well, obviously, Jay has faced off against the New Day uh, what feels like hundreds of times. Yeah. yeah. So, Jay Uso. Mm-hmm. Pins Vinci for the win. And this is obviously at some point, I don't know if it's Mania, um, but it's obviously going to lead to Jay versus Gunta it's, for uh, the Intercontinental ne- Championship. Next weekend on Raw. Was that announced? Yeah, they already yeah, they already announced it. Whoopsie daisies, I missed that. Um well that was just recently. They I think it was probably in the last few hours. But Oh, okay. So it wasn't during the show. I'm mm, pretty sure it was during the show. Oh I didn't see it. We fucking suck. Hmm. So unprofessional. It's very unprofessional. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, did you see Jay slap the shit out of Gunther? Yes. Yeah. Loved it. Jay was giving out a lot of chops last night as well. <coughs> Cover your mouth. Are you fucking okay? I'm fucking dying. I could have muted your guy. mic at least. Now, oh my God. Yeah, did you come over with Pink Eye again? No, it's good. I can finally like, see everything and not cry like a little bitch. I'm happy for you. Hey. Kelly's sick. I'm really nervous. I'm going to get <laughs> sick. Madeline's sick. Oh, thanks for bringing her over. What else am I supposed to do? Drop her off at the fire department? I'd prefer if you didn't. Maybe her grandparents. Right. Maybe your parents. No. Just the people that happen to live in town. Well, if I didn't have to go look for fucking coffee... I asked George if he could get Kelly's favorite coffee from Rice Lake before he left. It's fine. It's like three blocks from his house. They didn't have it anyway. Like so Not even half a block. Yeah, she ended up wasting his time because they didn't have it. Because apparently it's a seasonal coffee. Two months. Door County S'mores. It is pretty good. Amazon. Amazon it. I don't, I, I don't, I don't think you can. I'll have to check. It would be a good Valentine's present, even though it's tomorrow already. Literally tomorrow. Yeah. Fuck. Do you guys get Valentine's presents for ladies or? No, I don't have a lady. We're getting, we're not getting into this today. Nope. Schwartz. Um. Can I she usually, hear? Usually, no. She's still yeah, outside the horse. Mm. Oh, it's always. No, she's back. But oh, usually I make a steak dinner and get some flowers. Hey, that's what we're doing. Minus the flowers. Cool. I'm come. I'm gonna come over then. Nope. You are not my Valentine. Okay. No, just do it, George. Just show up. I mean, you can, Yeah, I came you here for my regal. belt. Yeah. Just put a heart over the W and the and then just walk around with just the belt on with with just the belt on. No, I'm gonna have the sock on too. Don't do with that belt what Paige did. That's all I'm saying. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have the belt. Uh, on. <laughs> George Juices. Uh, so, anyways, after our six-man tag match, 
We had Bobby Lashley versus Big Bronson Reed for another Elimination Chamber qualifier. Lashley wins. It was a fine match. Nothing wild, nothing too crazy, but it was a fine match. Uh, Lashley is going to Elimination Chamber. Yep. So uh, later on, uh, they've been doing a a couple of these interviews with Sammy uh, inside of the bowl of the stadium where he's just sitting in the in the lower section and they're very they're pretty candid interviews uh, Sammy's in his street clothes uh, just talking about whatever so and i think this probably lends a little bit to the more like sports e presentation that they've been going after uh you know under TKO and since Kevin Dunn left uh for another example of this would be uh when they show people walking into the arena at the beginning of the show like they have been the last couple um, Rons and SmackDowns. But basically, this is coming off of Friday's Friday's match where Sammy lost his Elimination Chamber qualifying match. So he's talking about how he believes in himself to get to the main event of WrestleMania. Uh, I don't understand, I guess, what that means because he lost his last chance to do so. Uh, I mean... I don't know. Am I am I misconstruing that somehow? Is that how you guys took this? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's just they're just putting him in that spot where Sammy's ultimate underdog. I don't know. Uh anyways, while this is happening and Sammy's talking to the interviewer, uh, there is a video that pops up on the Tron of Shinsuke talking in Japanese. He's talking about how Sammy is just looking for pity and Sammy should let his real emotions out leading up to their main event match uh, later on on Raw. Uh, so I think it was more just of just a segment to build up the main event. I don't know if, if Sammy and Shinsuke is going to be a continual thing or not. It'll probably be... Him, like, and, him <clears throat> and Cody... Might be a couple weeks, kind of like how they played out with like the whole Cody segment. But then now you got they always do this. You got Drew and Cody now, so it, it could be a tag match next week. That's true, because Drew does not like Sammy either, and we'll get to that later. But um, they always do this. I don't know if that was a uh, "He who shall not be named" kind of thing, where he always liked doing you know the best. Of you know, best of three, or let's just do three matches in three weeks where it's like you've seen it so many times. But um, I see this being a thing. I see this being like a, they somehow they somehow bring this to Perth or something because they're both not involved. I don't know if is Shinsuke not involved. I don't think he's involved. No. Yeah, I could see them doing this as like a, a grudge match of some sort. I don't even know in Perth. Yeah, good stuff. So we'll we'll get in the main event. So Cody came out, and I've got a couple issues with with this, but I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. Cody comes out to the ring, and basically he is talking to the WWE universe and saying, "Thank you for pulling me up." because I wouldn't be doing this main event match if it wasn't for you guys. And and all I could think is, motherfucker, like, 
no, you're the one that made that happen. And you're the one that decided not to do it beforehand. Like, why are we not getting some kind of explanation as to why he decided to not face Roman originally? Because it doesn't make sense that he wouldn't. And so obviously they pulled an audible and they're just saying, oh, oopsies, actually he is going to do it now. But why is there not an explanation to not choose Roman from the start? It, it has to be The Rock. I, I, I don't know. Maybe they'll bring it out and be like, Rock talked to me from the side as a board member and was like, you need to step away so that I can come in. Great. Then why don't we know that already? Because I think it's the the backlash from all the fans. Like they're they're still trying to put it all together. No, like, I understand that. I get that. But why is Cody not explaining the reasoning, a log a logical reasoning for not choosing Roman to begin with? Well, and, he did pick Roman after he won the match. He literally pointed at Roman at the Rumble. Yes, I know what you're saying, but like they're they weren't expecting the backlash of oh the Rock and Roman are going to face. Yeah, no, and that's so, like, fine. I'm I'm sure they're still trying to like the fuck was that i don't know i'm sure they're still trying to like figure it all out like okay how can we make this all make sense yeah i just don't understand why we haven't monday would have been the perfect opportunity or even the press conference for cody so here here's something that makes sense in my head because when cody a couple weeks ago on smackdown said i sought counsel i talked to legends and I talked to this guy, and it was The Rock. So we already know he talked to The Rock about his decision to not face Roman. Why during the press conference or last night did Cody not say, the reason I didn't choose you is because The Rock convinced me I shouldn't for X reason. He told me I shouldn't, and I finally understood that he just wanted me out of that match so he could have you for himself or something like that. But I think it needs to be addressed. What the fuck did Rock say to Cody and if that's a reason that you didn't choose Roman, okay, then what did what did he say that tried to convince you to not choose Roman? It's probably one of those like I don't know, like brother or like friend things where it's like you he wants to say it so bad but he can't. You know? Where it was like they talked about it and then he convinced him and then he was like, All right, fine. And then he did it, and then he's like, you know what? I just cannot, I'm not going to go that way. You know, I heard all this bullshit that The Rock said, and then was like, nope, fuck this. I'm going to do it my way. Colton Ashley, if you're... Say it. It's more of, yeah. Yeah. Colton Ashley, if you're listening, I need you, as a big Rock fan, I need you to tell me what you think Rock said to Cody to convince him to not face Roman. Colton Ashley. Paging Colton Ashley. I, I know what he said. What? Fuck your story. I mean, that's ultimately what he did. That's what he did at the press conference. You for think sure. that's what The Rock done? Yeah. Well, no, but the idea is that he convinced, he might have convinced Cody to not face Roman. And, and what reason would Cody be like, oh, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't face Roman. I don't know. 
anyways, moving moving past that, that's 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 my whole hang up. I think everything is going great, and it's been really good. And the press conference is good, and SmackDown was good. Everything's been great. I just want an explanation for that because that is a that's a that's a hole for me. I can't. I have a hard time looking past. I don't think you'll get it. I don't think they're gonna do it. I I agree. It'd be nice if they did, but that's besides the point. So basically, Cody's thinking cool for a down the road thing. Yeah, maybe it's a if they can bring it up at some point, or if Cody ends up facing Rock at some point, maybe there's something there. I don't know. With the title, yeah, that'd mm-hmm. be pretty cool. Actually, I'd be for that. Uh, after yeah, that, cool. Cody's facing the thanking the universe, saying if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be facing Roman. Which we address this. That's fucking stupid. Uh, anyways, uh, brings up Pat McAfee's show, and that brings up The Rock. And obviously, we played a clip last week of The Rock on Pat McAfee's show where he's talking about your Cody crybaby to finish his story and, and whatever. How'd that go? <laughs> Just like Wait, that. I was not watching or listening. That's good. I'm sorry for everybody else that did. So Seth comes out, and Cody thanks Seth for backing him up on Thursday's press conference. And Seth drops a, what can I say except, you're welcome. And then he tells Cody he understands why he chose Roman, and that he will help him finish the story. He mentions the other side of WrestleMania with Roman as champion is going to be very dark. And so this chance that Cody has is like the last good opportunity that they have to get this title and take the power away from Roman, essentially. Uh, Seth mentions he's very sick of these pricks thinking they can do whatever they want. He says the man Roman is is partially his fault as the architect in the shield, but the best person to be Cody's shield is the visionary, the revolutionary, Seth freaking Rollins. And that ends that segment. Yeah. Yeah. Bombshell. Yeah. Uh, there did, you, were, did you see that coming? What? That Seth was going to do that and kind of go that route? Well, after that trailer that was released, what, like last week, Wednesday, Thursday? Yeah, between that trailer and a press conference where, like, Seth was very obviously on Cody's side, which is I'm cool with because that's showing a level of res- the, the, the respect that Seth has for Cody. So that was great. I I wish that they just didn't make Seth's title look so meaningless and make Seth look like such a bitch in all of this. I I wish Seth had nothing to do with this because between Roman talking trash about that title and Seth just standing out there during the press conference while Cody is addressing Rock and Roman, I don't understand why we're making the World Heavyweight Championship look like this when... Before this, it, yeah, it looked like a, a pretty damn strong championship, I feel like, before this. So I feel like that title is being a little bit diminished, and I hope that they salvage that quick. Who do you think out of that, that chamber so far would actually do it, would would actually salvage it pretty well? <sighs> I mean, it's they got to build up a really good story between Seth and whoever wins that elimination chamber match. While he's still working with The Rock and Roman and Cody. Yeah, that's a thing too, because I feel like at this point you can't have Seth involved in that storyline somehow without 
something going on. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What, what if you? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how we, they bring in Rock for all this. What if he somehow gets involved with that title with Seth? Do uh, Seth and Rock night one and Cody and Roman night two? Yeah, but Rock's not in the elimination chamber. Not yet. True. There are open spots, and some people could get hurt. Dominic. Uh, like somebody gets attacked or something, maybe taken out by the bloodline. Dominic to get to get Rock in the match. Can you imagine Rock in an elimination chamber match in twenty twenty four? The dude's over fifty. Has he ever been in one? Nope. No. Huh. I think Randy Orton's been in like eight. Eight or nine. Makes sense. Uh, so that's how that segment went. After that, Liv Morgan versus Zoe Stark. Liv Morgan wins. She's going to the Elimination Chamber. And then afterwards, oh boy, good old JD McDonough versus R Truth. God, I fucking hate JD. <laughs> Such a big head. He, oh my God, his head is huge. <laughs> Hey, Arnold. Oh, is that Amar saying hi? What's going on, Amar? Amar. Thanks for watching, broski. Appreciate it. Thanks for watching, brother. So, obviously, the segment was uh, golden, as most things are truth and Judgment Day are. So, you got Judgment Day coming out to the ring first, and then R-Truth is obviously panicking back in Gorilla, and he's frantically calling Miz. Uh, you need to get here, you need to get there. Miz is not there, uh, assuming because of the news of his wife being ill, maybe. Uh, but in any case, hope the best for her. But he's calling Miz, like, Miz, you need to get here. Like, how long How long did it get to, take to get to from L.A. to Lexington or whatever he said? Yeah, so he's freaking out, and Adam true. Pierce is like, dude, that's your music. Fucking get <laughs> out there. Go to the ring. Shoved him out there. Yeah. So, R-Truth loses the match. Judgment Day uh, jumps R-Truth. DIY comes out for the save. And then in an interview segment, or or no, not interview segment, but I think R-Truth was talking to DIY, and he was talking about how crazy it is that DX came out and saved him. <laughs> the two Hall of Famers, Triple H and the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. I loved it. That was something, man. I tell you what. I love that too. Our truth, but is a national treasure. Um, uh, Johnny Wrestling did say that he was the uh, he was Sean he was Shawn Michaels. He said he was a sexy one, sexy boy. Oh boy, fight for the title of sexy boy. You know, our truth is over fifty. Isn't that fucking wild? Fifty-two, I think. He's mm-hmm. like the same age as The Rock, if not like. I don't know if he's older, but. It's pretty wild. Uh, yeah, he's not young. Also, we've never acknowledged this, but shout out to Schwartz's uh nineteen like ninety eight WCW blanket that he's using as his backdrop. I, I used to I used to use that blanket at sleepovers. Oh wow! He had two of them. That's why I washed it fourteen times. Did you guys kiss? I don't think so. <laughs> not how you're supposed to i would expect you to answer that as like a uh, did you kiss no just shut that down I, hey man i saw stuff i didn't need to see Swedish okay 
Oh my god. I'm going to put that, I'm going to put that picture in next week's episode. No. <laughs> so if anybody's just listening on Apple Spotify or whatever, uh it's worth watching our live stream sometimes. Uh and just to note this is Tuesday. I'm going to be in Minneapolis Thursday through Sunday. So that's why we're doing this stream currently uh, on Tuesday. So there's going to be an occasional week where we're going to switch a day or there could be an occasional week where we have to skip a live stream or even skip audio too, just depending on what's happening in the summer. Uh, summer gets a little bit crazy for all of us, I think, but we're definitely going to keep up as best as we can and be as consistent as we can. Um, and we're always going to bounce back if, if we need to adjust. So don't sweat it. But we'll keep everybody up to date on the socials on X and uh, Facebook. By the way, uh, currently on the screen is our X tag, Twitter tag. I don't know what the fuck you call it. But that's that's our account. Hashtag. Uh, yeah, we have a Facebook now. Uh, search Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. I'm going to add that to, to that little lower third here at some point so everybody can see that as well. So... George, why don't you tell us what happened next? We on uh, the Becky segment? Yeah. Uh, also, Nia Jax's, I can't believe I'm saying this, Nia Jax's promos have been actually enjoyable, as yeah, well as her matches. Like, I can't believe I don't hate Nia Jax. She's definitely been killing it the last few weeks. Oh, my God. Good for her. She had me. I thought she was actually crying. Oh, last night? No fucking, you actually, what? I did when she first started saying stuff. I thought she was going to start bawling. Oh, my God, come on. How's that push believable. Good. It's good. So last night, Becky comes out. She talks about how she's uh, made a lot of sacrifices for her family, including missing her father's funeral. Conversation she needed to have with her three-year-old about why she's hurt and why her daddy's trying to fight um, Maui, which I fucking (laughs) lost it. (laughs) So much rock. So many references of The Rock in these last couple shows. By the way, if people don't know... Maui is the Rock's character in Moana. And they're coming out with the Moana, too. Yeah, and Seth is trying to fight Maui, of course. <laughs> Just, so that's hilarious. Um, Becky then proceeds to say that she needs to show her daughter how violent she can get inside the chamber. Like, I don't know. I don't think you really need to show, show your three-year-old, four-year-old daughter. Fuck, man. I'm not a parent. I don't know. Uh, mentioned Rhea hasn't faced anyone like her. Tell Which... She- Real, real quick. Go for it. Rhea has absolutely not faced anybody like Becky, and Rhea has had completely fucking softball matches her entire, her entire reign. She hasn't had any, like, strong, legit competition. I thought Raquel was yeah, decent. But, sure, but nobody actually thought Raquel, Raquel was going to beat Rhea. There's no way. Like, there's there, she hasn't faced anybody where I think there's a strong argument that that person could win, in my opinion. Other than to take that title from Flair, that was about it. Yeah. All right. Now I forgot where I was. No. Uh, Schwartz, do you have anything else on that? Um, on that segment? Yeah. It was well, just pretty much. No, no, I'm like, I like mean, other than anything order, that I've said yeah, so far. Okay. Fuck me. I mean, sorry. I don't know. I was just. <laughs> Becky just you know cooking like she normally does. Mm-hmm. She's Let her cook. The, the, she's always got the best uh, references, but she does have the occasional ones that just kind of crickets whenever they uh, 
uh, whenever she throws them out there. So I think she hit on everything pretty well. Uh, then uh, Nia Jax comes out and tells and tells Becky in a sarcastic, emotional way that it'll be her that she'll end up be facing at Mania. Rhea runs out and gets splashed once again. Yeah. Th- three th- weeks in a row. Yeah, three weeks in a row, and Nia's left Rhea just fucking just... So, I mean, obviously we know that Rhea's not going to lose at Elimination Chamber, but, I mean, man, they, they've made really made it look like Nia could have her number, which is, I understand the goal. It's, uh, yeah, I think it's good. I think this is the way that they should be booking it. They're, they constantly talk about how Nia is like a, is a threat, or she's a big threat. Ah, um, <clears throat> sorry. They have been though. They've been saying how. She's no, no, no. Like I, I, I was saying course. ah, because I thought maybe you were making a pun there. Sorry, big threat. Oh, kick your ass. Ugh. Well, yeah, I'm not saying I can take her. <laughs> can I give you a leg drop? Um, no, you can't give me fucking. What do you? Why can't I give you a leg drop? Why? Why don't you try to win a fucking scorecard challenge? And I have back? before, but you haven't since we started this. <sighs> there's only been one fucking pay per view. Well, Mania's right around the corner, motherfucker. And then we'll see what happens. Okay, I, hope, you. I hope I can try you. And there's you. two nights of it. I hope I break your fucking chest bones. Hey, we're only doing one chop for two nights. I ain't, I ain't getting fucking two chops. Uh, No, because they're two How different. How about on your back? What? What? How about if we chop your front, and then if you lose the second day, we chop your back? I I think you might break your hand on his shoulder blades. <laughs> They just fucking stick out because he's skin and bones anyway. like lower back. That might actually like feel good. That's concerning. Nah, fuck it. We'll do an overhand. Do we'll do an overhand shot right here. Right under tramp stamp? Maybe. Hmm. Why don't hmm. you do a why don't we do a rock slap? Like like he slapped Cody? Yeah, bitch slap. Why the fuck would we do that? Because it's a punishment dipshit. You're not supposed to that like is, it. That's a terrible punishment. I'd rather take one shot from you and then a second later take one from him. Well, I mean, if you if that's what you want, I guess. You want to start bleeding, yeah, that'd be my guest. Dude, you fucking hit like a feather. <laughs> Oof, duh. Uh, what are some other possible punishments we could do? I don't know. Maybe if anybody kind of throws anything in the chat, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll be open. Yeah, point. if anybody is uh, in the chat, let us know what you think would be a good punishment for whoever loses our WrestleMania prediction challenge. Uh, for Royal Rumble, the person with the highest score got to chop a shirtless loser, who was George. Shorts got to chop George, and he got him fucking nipple to nipple and left a nice welt. It was great. So anyways, if you got other suggestions for a punishment, please uh, please I'm, drop them I'm in all the comments. Ears. I'm all ears to do it to the next person. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for a lock. Yeah. Um, mm. But that that splash, though, um, was actually on both Rhea and Becky. Becky was kind of hiding in the corner, and mm-hmm. Nia threw, her, threw Rhea into Becky and yeah, splashed Yeah, she uh, spilled her lemonade. It's really sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. Did you know that she did that lemonade because of a because of a talk in the back? Mm-mm. What do you mean? It was it was like a couple months ago. She was 
the I can't remember who said it. Someone told all the women in the back about uh, you know they need to start making lemonade out of the lemons that they're given. And so she walked out the next day with like a pitcher of a lemonade when she was on commentary Hmm. and just was drinking it. That's clever. I think she's been doing it ever since. I like that. Hell yeah, go Becky. See, there's Mm -hmm. there's a lot lot of continuity that is subtle, you know, that people aren't always picking up on. Like, I didn't realize that. So go Triple H's booking and writing and whatever. Yes. It's starting It's starting to come to light, and it's a lot better. It's a lot more refreshing. Even, even like, the uh, the animation on the – did you see Bronson Reed's? I know I'm going way back, but – Big Bronson Reed. Big. They actually used, like, a small animation for his name at the bottom of the screen. I I like all the all the new cool. camera angles that they're doing. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know if like really cool. I think I mentioned it a couple weeks ago. Like, uh, there's one when they were in the corner, and it just got like a close up of I can't remember who it was, but oh, sorry, am I close enough now? I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, you sound great. Well, someone didn't think maybe so. you should just talk the rest of the day, and then we'll listen. Fucking good. fucking beautiful voice. Mm-mm. You have a face for radio. Yeah. Good thing we're live streaming. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's a good call out. Just a, just a little bit more of those production things that they've been doing and trying. Another thing that I saw somebody pointed out on Reddit is uh, the the ring aprons, the LED screens, and then the LED that's on the uh, barriers or whatever, the walls around the ring. Uh, they They took, like, they were, like, really distracting, very busy, like red and all the shit, and it said raw, but now they're just black, and they just say raw or have the WWE logo on them. Hmm. So it's it's less distracting, and I think it's a lot easier to, to pay attention and put your focus on where it should be, which is what the fuck is happening inside the ring. Yeah. I can uh, definitely say that I was way distracted by those on TV. 100, yeah, 100%. And it's one of those things you don't notice until it's pointed out, but you know, it's it's a good... Subtle change that helps with the details, I think, that actually matter. Another thing I noticed is they've been doing these graphics. Like, uh, like they advertised Cody's coming out next. And they before they went to break, they had this, like, really cool, like, graphic and shit. Yeah, they did that with uh, Liv last yeah. night. Yep, and they, they've been doing that a little bit. And it's, I don't know, it's different. I, I I don't know if it means a whole lot to me. But, I mean, it's, it's I like that they're changing the presentation a little bit and making a little bit more... Um, I guess just nuanced with everything going on. It's like interactive. Yeah. Yeah. It keep, keeps, keeps your, uh, I mean, it looks, it looks nice. Yeah. So that's, that's been fun. Uh, so it'll be cool to see what WrestleMania is going to be like with all the different production things happening. It might be a little, uh, my guess is that they might be a little bit too much. My guess for WrestleMania, they might just go all out on it. And then just, oh, I mean, much. you're going to have your, your, your sponsorships, like where you got fucking uh, honey bunches of oats logos splattered all the way around the ring and all that shit. <laughs> Hopefully, it's nothing like the Mountain Dew pitch black match, of course, because that was. Uh, Why not Bootios? Bootios. You know how terrible it is that that Mountain Dew pitch black match was Bray's last match. That was yeah. No boy knows. Rest in peace. Rip. Uh. He was announced uh, officially as being in 2K24 yesterday. I'm excited for 2K24. So they've got the 40 years of WrestleMania showcase and John Cena versus The Fiend 
at the 38 fanless. No. Yeah. I think it was WrestleMania 38. or 37. No. That was two years ago. Oh, okay. It's obviously 36. That would have been like four years ago. Three years ago. Yeah. So it was like 36 or 37. Wrestle with aggression. We'll have to look at that. But that'll be sweet. I'm excited for the game. We should all pre-order it or at least buy it and then play it together. I was looking at it today. Schwartz. We need to get this guy a PS5. If anybody wants to buy one in the chat with the six people in there, yeah, I'll take one. Tits. Um, maybe we could do Our like Nintendo a switch. Yeah, no. Uh, maybe maybe we could all like play together and live stream it or something. I don't know. Or you and me can play it, and then he can just watch. I mean, he's gonna have to because he's not gonna. He he's won't a, even get. He's Call a watcher of, for sure. He won't even play Call of Duty with us. So, I'm sorry. I have to watch the shows that I have going on. Mm, if I can make it work, so can you. So, everything with Becky and Naya and Rhea happens. We get LA Knight versus Ivar in an Elimination Chamber qualifying match. LA Knight advances. No surprise there. Uh, Nothing too exciting going on with that. The match was fine. Served its purpose. Yeah, I mean, we knew that LA Knight was going to win. Yeah. 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 You can't not have him win. Yeah. That'll be a fun pop that he gets in Perth, I I think. Yeah, I mean, I think the like we said before, or I said before, the only way that I could see that happening is if someone interfered. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything prominent enough for him to get removed from the chamber. So I don't. So I like, knew that he was going to win. As of right now, we still have Paul and Miz and Owens and Dominic. Those will be is Friday. Yeah, those will be Friday. Hmm. I'm going. Logan and Owens. It's a safe bet. <clears throat> I can see Dom in there, though. I just, I see some sort of interference to cause Dom to win. And then The Rock replaces him and then challenges Seth Rollins at WrestleMania? Mm, I don't think yeah. there's any chance Rock is going to be in an elimination chamber whatsoever. Yeah, but just think of the pop if you watch The Rock. They just... People elbow fucking Dominic. Yeah. yeah, but he's a heel. You don't want him to do that to a heel. Who cares? It's Dominic. It'd be or they just do the whole Orton thing, where they put him in last, and then he just doesn't show up until the very, very end when there's three people or two people left. Well, less of, just... less of a chance of being fucking uh-huh. gassed to the gills then. Yeah, you're right. So. Uh, yeah, so we got uh, the main event of Raw was Sammy and Shinsuke. Shinsuke wins. McIntyre comes out. McIntyre and Shinsuke start beating the shit out of Sammy. Cody comes down and makes the save and Raw ends. So, I mean, I'm just going to assume that next week on Raw, it's going to be Shinsuke and McIntyre. Nope, just kidding. I believe next week is already Cody versus Drew. That is true. 
So not quite a uh, not quite a tag match, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they're setting up for a tag match to happen between those four soon. Yeah, I think do is it? Yeah, next Monday is the last Monday. It's a go home Monday. Yep, it's a go home Monday for Elimination Chamber. Correct. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's something that maybe they do at Chamber. I I don't know, but maybe not because mm-hmm. Drew's in Chamber. So never mind. Forgot I said that. I guess. What are they? Could happen what are they going to do with Cody? For Chamber? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't think he has to wrestle on it. There, I'm sure he wants there's to. Literally, there's literally no major title. No. Besides Rhea. Besides Rhea. That is it. No U.S. title. No Intercontinental title. Neither heavyweight title or the universal title. We got what two contender matches, men and women's. Yeah, you're right. There's no like mid card match. You think they're gonna slip in a uh, Sammy versus Shinsuke mid card match somewhere in there? <sighs> Do they have to? No, I I think we're gonna get a couple long uh, elimination chamber matches. Also, you think that they can do three matches in like a two or two and a half hour span? I'm not saying there's not going to be other matches. They did four at the Rumble. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the Elimination Chamber matches are going to be over an hour. And I'm not saying that it's going to be just the three matches. I'm just saying that I'm sure those Elimination Chamber matches are going to eat up a good chunk of time. They should just put Jane Gunther in. And, um, and they still yeah, might. I don't know if that Gunther, very much could happen. Yeah, I don't know if he if Gunther can go to Australia because that's that's been like something that's been reported as he's he been having issues this. with his. Yeah, he's he has visa issues and apparently supposedly can't go to Australia unless that's been resolved. But if they're not going to do that match at Mania, I think that'd be a great match to do at Elimination Chamber. Yes, and that would be a good time for them for him to drop that title too, so that he can what? focus on the. Yes. You think he's going to drop it at Elimination Chamber? Yeah. You have so many just terrible takes. What do you mean you talking about? They're trying to to build Perth and Elimination Chamber. This is supposed to be a huge uh, PLE. Yeah, you you get the people there. He doesn't need to... He doesn't need to lose the title. I mean, they already literally nothing is going to happen at that. There literally nothing is going to happen at that PLE. It's going to be Drew winning, Becky winning, and then Rhea winning. So predictable. They need to have something unpredictable there. And they probably will. Do we want to see Drew win, though? Uh, no, but it's going to be... It's been how many times now within the last fucking... Yeah. How many months? Well, yeah, but there's been a lot of development in his character lately, too. He's being a little bit less of a crybaby bitch. And his promos have been really good, and he's been having a lot of sensible promos. Like, I don't hate his promos anymore like I used to. So I think predictably Drew wins, but I am I think he's the best person to do it storyline-wise right now where it's going to make the most sense. What about LA Knight? Yeah. You mean the person that lost their most recent shot at a world title? And then lost a fatal four-way match for the title. And uh, he didn't lose. AJ did. Good point. 
and he also he also did it in Saudi Arabia against the longest reigning champion we've seen in years. So, but he's a loser. This would be probably his, uh-huh. but he's a loser. Yeah, I love I LA Knight, that. but I I just I don't I don't think it's for him to do right now. Are, are they going to bring mm-hmm. someone from SmackDown? You think, considering Cody's from Raw, going for? Well, and that's the thing we don't know where. LA Knight. Well, and that's, that's the thing. what I'm thinking. Well, we also don't know where if Cody wins, if he's going to stay on Raw and bring the title over, if he's going to go over to SmackDown where the title is now. Who knows? I think he. Regardless. Yeah. Fuck. I don't even know. They're they're going to have to either switch. You know, if Cody does stay, someone's got to come over. They're not just going to leave him and then leave a raw person over there. They're going to have to switch somehow if that's the case. So, a lot of question marks. There's a lot, there's a lot of as much predictability as there is. There's just as much unpredictability. So, the fallout of Mania is going to be really interesting to see where everybody ends up. But obviously, we've got a lot of storylines to weave through on the way there. So it'll be good. That's true. So, but anyways, that's how Raw ended with uh, Cody and Sammy in the ring after Cody makes the save. And then we're getting Cody and Drew next week on Raw. So SmackDown this week, like we mentioned, we got Logan Paul versus The Miz Elimination Chamber qualifying match and Kevin Owens versus Dominic Mysterio Elimination Chamber qualifying match. And then we got two Elimination Chamber qualifying matches. For the women, we got Tiffany Stratton versus Shotzi. We got Naomi versus Zelina Vega. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to predict we get Shotzi and Naomi going to the chamber. Why do you keep making that dumb fucking face? I you think too. you're wrong no, you're on doing that. it. <laughs> what? I think you're wrong. Okay. I think it's, I think they're just, they're giving Tiffany a, a softball with Shotzi. Shotzi is a glorified jobber. Who's uh, qualified right now for the women's match? Bianca. Uh, Bianca. Becky. Becky. Liv. Liv. And Liv. And I think that's it. Because then there's two. And then they have a... Oh, yeah. And they have the last chance. No, the Battle Royal. Well, yeah. They have the last chance qualifying or whatever. That's what I was confused about looking at that. did, Did you see that Chelsea Green's not even in it? And they had that whole segment with her. Which segment? You the, didn't see it. Rumble. Uh, Pierce. Oh, she was wearing her pink dress and mm-hmm. saying that they need to fix it or something like that. Not necessarily in that rock tone, but right. Uh, yeah, but they they have like the second chance with like Zoe Stark, Shayna Baszler, the loser of the. Friday nights, and then some. I think some other person. Well, that's my fun. prediction, at least. And if you don't like that, then fuck you, I guess. I don't know. Fuck your prediction. Fuck you. I guess I'll be over in the corner fucking myself. I guess you will be. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you have bad takes. Nobody wants to fuck you. <laughs> Just keep drinking your wine. And then go fuck yourself. I, I, I fucking will. Is that red wine? Oh, yeah. Not white. We oh. talked about this last time. Oh, fancy bitch. Drinking warm red wine. 
boxed red wine. Hell yeah. Did you get it at Target? No. I got the local liquor store. I can't tell you where, though. Where is the nearest quick trip from you? Can't be that far. It's it lives in Lakeville. It can't be far. Do you want to tell everybody where I live? Yeah, fuck it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like 10 minutes away. Okay. Oh, that's pretty far, there's, actually. There's, there's there's quick trips. There are. I have, I just want I have to, to jump on the highway to go to it. Oh, fuck that. I could literally walk like 100 yards and I'm at my nearest quick trip. Quick trip fucking rules. Yes, it does. I know who can sponsor us. If you get them to sponsor us, I will eat quick trip food for a month. You don't do that already? No. I'm going to turn this into a short and make sure that they see it. <laughs> that would be good, actually. I will I will legitimately eat it for breakfast, go get it for lunch, and have it for dinner. Hey, are, are we talking like the hot food or those little fucking things you just got to pop in the microwave for anything. two minutes? Anything. I think anything. Okay. Anything that they sell, yeah. Anything you're, that they pretty make. Much, you're pretty much just going to fucking Walmart. I mean, then. you got pothole pizzas, you got uh, <clears throat> their pizzas, you got their roasted chicken, fried chicken, yeah. you got, uh, you know, hot dogs and all that shit. I'm a big fan of the breakfast tornadoes. Yes. Love those. Their fish how, sandwiches how long, are fucking underrated <laughs> as well. How long do you, do you think before I would actually get sick of it? Probably like just five days. It. Mm. <laughs> that early. I mean, they got. Some I don't ver- need all these quick trip bags. They got here. some variety. Eh. For, for anybody not in the Midwest that's listening, quick trip is a not quick trip with a fucking Q. That's a fucking fraud. Quick trip is a gas station chain based in Wisconsin that is within a few states, but they're amazing. So, enough about gas stations, I guess. But we'll we'll see if we can get that sponsorship. Yeah. Uh, so outside of that, we've got uh, those four Elimination Chamber qualifying matches on SmackDown coming up this week, and then we got Rock and Roman will also be on SmackDown, as we mentioned, uh, as announced by Paul Heyman when he was talking to Triple H on SmackDown last week. So what yeah. are we expecting out of that? Do you think they open or close the show? Probably close. Mm, maybe both. I, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna see him more than once. That makes sense. Especially if the you Rock think- is running around thinking he's fucking in charge. Yeah. We'll it'll, see. I guess it'll be I good. Know. I have I have literally no clue. I'm pretty much torn between both whether they're gonna start or end it. I'm just happy the Rock's gonna be around. But to do be you honest. think Cody? You think Cody shows up? Most likely. Uh, maybe. I think it's also interesting, too, because they're doing two SmackDowns this Friday. What? Yeah, I saw that. They're 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 doing the live SmackDown, right. and then they're taping I mean, the following taping. week's episode because they're traveling to Perth. <clears throat> Why don't they just bring up NXT guys again? That was great. Well, yeah, but that was only because... Most of the talent couldn't make it to that show, but that was a fucking traveling reasons. Well, yeah, but they don't have to worry it was about that now. Awesome. 
What? I think there's a chat. Trav, we got a chat? I don't see anything. No. Yeah, I turned mine off. Oh, I do. It's heart attack 35. It just says hi. What's up? <laughs> heart attack. Hey, we got 20 35. views. That's seven more than last week. Look at that. I think we I think we had seven people at a time on today, which is a new record. Thank you for all you do. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're climbing the ranks. Giving us a chance. What are we, like at 168 yeah. now? For what? Ranking. <laughs> I'm, it was, it's probably <laughs> bullshit anyway. Being num- podcast number 170 behind fucking... Paul London's podcast, which he hasn't had an episode of in like eight years. <laughs> I, I don't remember any of it. I, I don't know how much I actually believe any of that, to be honest, anyway. But not that it matters because we don't have uh, too much of a following yet. But we're working on it. So if anybody's checking us out for the first time, we really appreciate it. Thank you. And we hope that you like it enough to stick around and watch us for a long time to come. We don't plan on quitting this anytime soon. So. Nope, this is our baby. Hopefully ever. 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 In the cockles. Good one. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. I had to try it out. Boys, any other final thoughts before we close off here? We got Cody. Got Cody. SmackDown's going to be good. It is. Yeah, the Rock and Roman both being on there, that's going to be great. Uh, It's going to make, you know, is Triple H going to be there and have a confrontation with them? Is, oh, man, there's so many things happening. I think everyone's going to be there. Yeah. Cody, Seth, Triple H, both the fucking managers. Yeah. SmackDown's gonna be SmackDown's gonna be lit, and I think uh, we're gonna have a lot going on like we did on SmackDown last week, and that was even without The Rock and Roman being there, and that was the night after the press conference. Just Triple H being there alone and cutting that promo that we heard at the beginning of this show, uh, I mean that added a lot. So Triple H is involved in this, The Rock is involved in this. You got Roman, Cody, Seth, uh, you know, you got both GMs that are keeping an eye on everything and keeping tabs. Uh, man, there's so much, you, you know, and you obviously got Jimmy Uso and Sola Sokoa that are still sticking around all the time. There's a lot happening and there's a lot of layers and a lot of roads that we can go down and they could build this out for well over a year and keep it interesting if they really wanted to. And who knows, maybe this shit goes beyond WrestleMania and goes beyond Roman and Cody. I mean, I still want the Roman yeah. and Rock. I think we'll. I think we're gonna get it at some point. I don't know that it's gonna be a WrestleMania thing at this point. Uh, SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think at this point. I I don't think they're just like, oh, we're not gonna do that ever. I I think you kind of have to. Oh yeah. Any yeah, other thoughts, boys? The rug. Yeah. Any anything else? Got nothing. Nothing. Oh, you motherfucker. Pulling your scorecard prediction championship bootleg Ukrainian belt out. He had this plan the whole time. That motherfucking belt is mine at WrestleMania. We're still looking for punishment suggestions for a scorecard prediction challenge where the winner gets that championship belt and gets to instill whatever chosen punishment 
to the person with the lowest score. I mean, what else can you really do? Oh, can we like buy a table? George, I will. I will. Can we buy a table? Buy. We can buy a table. Oh. We can put the loser through the table. One D. Yeah, I like it. It's fine. I'll take fine. that. I'll take it. We're gonna workshop this. Well, anyways, ladies and gentlemen. Whether it's your first time listening or you're checking us out again, we really appreciate you checking us out. And thank you for watching the live stream. If you're not watching the live stream, thank you very much for listening to us on your favorite podcasting platform, whether that be Apple, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. Make sure to check us out on X. There's our account tag right there on the screen. Search Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast on Facebook as well to find us there. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to see you next time. And salute. Thank you for checking out the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. We'll see you next week. See ya!